You're listening to The 52 Podcast. It's been a while. Welcome to The 52 Podcast. It's your boy, Brandon J. Walker, here with the one and only Damari A. Williams. How you feeling, D? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. If you notice, the setting is different. We in a different space. We in the crib now. Obviously, we'll keep the office going for all of our one-on-one sit down one-on-one conversations with people but for the most part we're gonna be right here talking that talk we feeling good we smelling good it was a long busy into the summer into the fall but now we knocking on the door of winter and i'm ready i'm ready so that was nice it was good right that was nice i feel right that was good i'm feeling it i'm feeling it i'm feeling it right now (laughs) yo everybody thank you so much for supporting us being with us, being patient with us as we've been kind of figuring out what's next and how we want to move forward. Man. And um, we appreciate y'all. We got some content that we have already filmed that will be coming out. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. But this is the official start of season two of the 52 podcast. Dose, dose, dose. we are ready to get into it. So let's go ahead and run that up. Let's do it. Biggie, 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 can you see? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. One of the greatest of all time. Man. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, my goal is Drake, so I can't go. Th- and that's why he over right. there behind you. Yeah. I, if you ain't okay. noticed. Okay. So the, <laughs> the difference between all of what we were doing before till now, obviously, is the setting. Um, moving forward, we wanted to create a space that was more um, culturally relevant. Yeah. I think that's a good way to describe And also that. more intimate. Also more intimate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Being we, in the crib is a little bit more. Definitely more intimate. More comfortable. You know what I'm saying? We don't got, you know, janitors and security offices. <laughs> Turning through. off the lights. <laughs> right. Acting like, like we ain't sitting there. Hey, man, what time is it? Right. Make sure we make sure. Hey, hit number eight on the light panel to make sure that the lights right. come back on. We you know, we don't have that issue going on. Yeah. You, know, you might hear a baby here and there, but. Nah, nah. He, he, it's, it's bedtime. We shouldn't be hearing no baby. <laughs> you know, wifey should be good. Wifey, they eat some Chipotle. Talk about that. You know what I mean? Y'all, Brandon's baby is one year old. He is one. He's a whole year old. He's a whole Y'all year. Have kept a human being who cannot speak. Yes. Can't walk, can't talk, can't advocate for himself, can't wipe his own ass at all. And y'all kept him alive for a year, dog. a whole People, year. I, listen, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like so yep. many things transpire in that first year, like from like adjustments. You know what I'm saying? To like scheduling. Yep. Like you're tired, yep. you know what I'm saying? You're not getting any sleep. Like you're trying to learn this person. They're trying to learn you. They're trying to learn who is grandma y'all keep talking about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Who is this person? Who is that person? Like it's such a transition. And I really feel like I'm going to give you and Adrian y'all's flowers because y'all been doing the thing for I real. I appreciate that. I appreciate for that real. for real. And it, it was cool because for his first birthday this past weekend, like, it was the first time he's, like, recognizing who's who. Mm. So seeing him with my mom, you know, he knows that that's Gigi. That's from, her. That's, 
That's his yeah. twin. Yeah. And, For real. And he knows it from, like, FaceTime. He knows her voice. Mm. So when she was here, you know, this was the first time he was super, like, interactive with her, playing yeah. with her, yeah. like, all of that. And then with my in-laws, the same thing, like, him being with my mother-in-law, and he just knows who's who. Yeah. You know, like, my brother-in-law, he knows that his, that's Uncle Richie, like, mm. all of that. So it was cool. It was cool, like. My boy had a rough day today though. Like he Yeah, he, he, he told me. Yeah, that boy that boy had that pediatrician appointment. Ooh, so he had four shots checkup. and blood drawn. Five needles. Child. So he, he I should, can't even do one. He, hey, look here. He should sleep very well tonight. He should, he should. sleep very well he tonight. Should. But I I'm I'm excited because now that we have our space here, mm-hmm. we can really dive into what we really want to do. Yeah. And for everybody, look, this is us casting the vision moving forward. Yeah. Where we're going may not be for you. And that's totally fine. I sound like Tim Ross right now. Um, <laughs> Shout out. But the difference is, is that I'm, I wasn't a pastor. So I, I, I can, you can bring, say I can that, right? You, you, know you can saying? do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Tim <laughs> can do it too. He just don't care. He still do it. <laughs> Don't care, right? don't care about what none of y'all talk about, bro. I'm trying to be on that. Okay? No, nah, for real. That's it's a different level. Yeah, it's a, I'm it's to a be different on that. level. I love those guys over there, man. Shout Same. out, shout out, Tim Ross in the basement, Hector. You know, you know that he he was on season one. You know our yeah. guys. So shout, shout out to out. all the people over at the basement. Love y'all guys, man. Keep doing what y'all doing. Um, but we're we're definitely moving to a space to where we get to really talk about the stuff that we like talking about and. That's culture. And we we both love music, specifically hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that are going on in the culture that we like to talk about, and we've never done it on camera. Yeah. And I think that those conversations are what, pe- what people like to see. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, obviously, we'll continue to have our one-on-ones with people where we'll talk about the spiritual stuff and we'll talk about... You know, the creative stuff, you know, yeah, the yeah. creative stuff that's never going to change. Yeah. Um, but we're going to make that in addition to what the basis and the foundation is. And through research, through us taking time to do homework and seeing what the space is doing with podcasting, we think this is the best route yeah. forward. Um, and I think there's too many people who don't believe what we believe. People who aren't believers who are out here talking nonsense. Yeah. Like, niggas get some some <laughs> podcast mics and start talking crazy. You ain't a man. You're a hoe. And you're all going to hell. <laughs> high value this. High, high value. value that, man. Look, no bro. Cheesecake Factory for me. Hey, <laughs> I, I, look, 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 look. I am not going to cap. I'm not going to cap to y'all. That Cheesecake Factory joint. A part that of, is literally insane. A part of me thinks that it's staged, but another part of me thinks it's real because I, I, there's females out here. Ain't who no really staging. Think like that. that is absolutely real, baby. That's sad. That's, That's absolutely sad. real. That's sad. It's real. And the, it's the fact that she recorded it and then uploaded it, <laughs> thinking that it was gonna go a certain way. When it's like, oh yeah, they gon' this gon' hit. No, baby, they gon' they gon' ride this. Nope. No, ma'am. Yeah, we gonna ride your neck. <laughs> Put what? Foot on your neck. What the, what the hell is you talking first about? First of all, bro? first of all, Cheesecake Factory smack. I don't know smack. what y'all talking. I don't about. know what y'all be ordering at Cheesecake Factory. 
I don't know what y'all. I don't know what y'all order. I don't know what side of the menu because it is a very big menu, very large menu. So you you do have a lot of options to choose from. But literally everything that I've ordered there has been fire. But I, so I'm not understanding. I don't went through the whole menu, not the whole thing. I ain't gonna talk crazy. <laughs> I ain't gonna cap to y'all. Look, <laughs> so you been through that whole that menu is like eight pages. Look, there's gonna bro. be there's gonna be let me let me give y'all let me let y'all know <laughs> moving forward. There's gonna be two brands. There's going to be the logical branding, and then there's going to be the branding that's podding. I'm going to do my best to let y'all know when I'm podding, but usually if I'm talking crazy and saying some wild stuff, You're I'm podding. I'm just podding, bro. You're fine. I'm not really like, I, I I don't really believe none of that. I'm just I'm just talking. But I ain't going to count. I get the same thing. I found my meal. What you get? What you the get? The chicken costelletta, bro. Ooh. That lightly breaded chicken with that lemon sauce on the mashed potatoes with the asparagus. Ooh. Smack every time. I get the uh, chicken piccata. So it is lightly, it's that lightly breaded. chicken piccata, don't. With the pasta. It has yes. the lemon sauce on there yes. with the capers. Yes. Ooh. So it's that, so that's, good. You can't, man, you can ask Adrian, man. That was what I was getting before I found the chicken costelletta. Mm. I used to always get the chicken that piccata. Chicken piccata is that so chicken good. piccata go crazy and it's a it's a good portion so i'll like i'm not that type of person like if you Man, really gonna look. if you really going ham all right you might can finish that but i i can never finish it so yep. that's always a two-day meal for me so i'm oh, like yeah. cheesecake factory is it like i, I don't know what y'all talking know. about i don't know what y'all talking I don't about know, child. we can it. we can save that for another episode Man, because <laughs> that's the whole thing i took my that's wife i, I took thing. my wife to to rodeo goat for our first date <laughs> And if you ain't in Dallas and you don't know what rodeo goat yeah. is, it's a, it's a bomb burger spot. If you know, you know. I, I think I think it's all about the company, man. I think I I, I ain't gonna cap. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about it another time. Yeah. I ain't gonna go into it, but yeah. So we're we we think there's a lot of people who are talking louder than people like us who should be talking. Like there's people who talk nonsense who are getting way more attention than people who are talking yeah. logically and can actually add value yeah. to the culture and everybody within the culture. Yeah. So you got the people who are overtly um, Christian with everything. And then you got people who are completely the opposite end of the spectrum on everything. Mm. We're trying to be that middle ground to where both sides can come and get game. Um, hear some knowledge and wisdom and actually take something away from this because just like the the church thinks that people need God is the same way. I think that the church needs to kind of let loose on them reins a little bit on that, that, that religious legalism, you know, legalistic yeah. mindset that they have. And I think we can help on both sides. You know, yeah. obviously a lot of people on the, on that side, not going to rock with what we doing, but it is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? We ain't trying to cater or pander to anybody. You know, we just trying to keep it a buck and talk about what we like, what we don't like, and how we feel about it to the best of our abilities and keep it keep it a stack. Yeah. And we hope it's entertaining as well. Like, yes. we want it to be yes, entertaining. Yes, yes. We want you to laugh. We want you to have a good time. We want you to, wherever you're listening to, like, whatever you can identify with any of us. Like, obviously, Fiji's not here with us today, but um, anyone. A biscuit head, boy. <laughs> but literally anyone. Um yeah. We hope that you can connect in some way, shape, or form. So yeah. that's what we that's that's the goal what we're trying to do here. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be back, bro. It, it feels you, bro. good to sit back behind Same. the mics, right? Yeah, Same. yeah, yeah. I miss you, bro. Man, let's get into it, D. Let us let let bring us in. Where we start. All right. At? So we're gonna start with 
Um, uh, and this was a topic that we kind of got not heated, but it kind of got a little intense. It kind of went there when we were. Uh, I got very passionate. When we were planning about it. Um, so recently, um, Dante from Maverick City put out some posts um, basically expressing disdain about just the name of Maverick City, um, basically claiming that he hadn't been paid. Um, there are things he hadn't been paid for. Um, he hasn't received his Grammy, right? Wow. Um, and literally from that moment, just having other conversations with other people as well and just hearing some of the things that have been going on, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, like when we brought it up, when I brought it up in conversation, I literally like, whatever, here we go. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm not with the CCM, like none of it. Yeah. Like I do not care for CCM. Like give me the old school, Commission, you know what I'm saying? Give me the old school Kirk Franklin. Give me the, uh, you know, the Tasha Cobbs and mm-hmm. the Todd Galbers and the Travis Greens. Give me those, okay? But I'm, I, it's something about that genre of gospel music that literally does not sit well with me in my spirit. And I remember saying that, and I'm just like, we're here. So I'm sorry if you are like a Mav head, if you're a Maverick City stand, like I'm yeah. very sorry. But like I I'm not with it. And to hear Dante's story, like it makes it pushes my point even further. Yeah. You know? It honestly for me, um I've had I've had a lot of thoughts and opinions on uh, Dante for the last like year and a half. But this is one thing that I'm just like, it don't really matter what bro did. Yeah. Like even if he did something, even if he did whatever, it don't matter. Like that that don't mean somebody doesn't get paid for something. Right. That's not take away the work. Exactly. That has been done to get this group or this entity to the place that it is now. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dante Bowie is responsible for. I I'd say, I was I would say about fifty percent. I may cut it back, maybe like forty five, maybe forty percent. Mm, I say about forty five, but he's responsible for about forty five percent of Maverick City's discography. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Songs huge, that, intricate, like huge. like like the the fact he wrote a lot of them songs. Yeah, and the songs that were like. That everybody was singing, yeah. Like that, forty five percent were the ones that were hits. Was majority was of them was was him. So to discredit that or to say like nah, but you was talking about Lil Nas X, so I don't know if we can give this to you, my guy. Like it's like yeah, that, what? Don't get it twisted. <laughs> like that is wild, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, yes. that that should not discredit yeah. someone for getting the things that they deserve. That they deserve, like, yes. He deserves to be paid yes. for music that Maverick City is today still making money off of. Yep. Y'all are on a whole Mavway tour. Yep. 
And nobody on stage is from Maverick City. <laughs> yes. like, when did, when, when did Maverick City become so white? <sighs> and listen. I, I, and li- listen, listen, I have no problem with white people. Please understand this. I just think that certain things don't have to cater. Like, the same way that I don't think that white people should pander to me as a black person. Yes. I don't think black people should pander to white people. Pander to white people. It's cool for white people to have their own thing. Yeah. And, like, this whole notion of inclusion is, like, blur the line. There's There's a difference between diversity and pandering. I agree. Like, I think that Maverick City, which was established by black worship leaders and songwriters should have stayed that way. And I feel like now it's a lot of pandering to kind of give off the notion of it's like a lot being of diverse. pandering. It's a lot of pandering to cater to the popular market, which is white people. Yes. I know people, black individuals, black singers, black artists, hell, my line sister. <laughs> I know people who have done work, background work for Maverick City and to see promotion of the work that they've done Mm -hmm. and there are no black faces being represented. There is no way we are sitting in a three-story house with Chandler Moore on the piano and you hear choral, black choral voices in the background, but I'm looking at the screen and it's nothing but white kids. Yeah. That's cringe to me. Mm. And that's the issue that I feel I have with CCM and just this whole movement. You are, you are warping this entity to win over or to to include Maver- the name of Maverick City into a popular space. Yeah. For one, I don't he- like. Yes, you're saying Jesus in your lyrics, but I don't see him at all. Like everybody's at trying to all. mimic. People are trying to mimic what Hillsong, Hillsong United, um, yeah. Bethel. Like, Jesus yeah. Culture, who was at the time before they became, you know, yeah. like, they're trying to mimic that because they saw how successful they were at doing that. Yeah. And I think that that's not meant to be mimicked. You know what I mean? Like, the fact, I ex- I don't I never expected Hillsong to be black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because I, that's... They came from like, Australia. So, you so feel many what I'm people yeah. were so mad about how they didn't have representation and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, bro, have you, have you, have you been to Australia? Right. <laughs> like, right. This right. that's not the demographic, and that's cool, and that's okay, bro. I love. They don't. I, they, I, I don't this, get. I don't even get from them that they're trying to like persuade the black culture or you know trying to win over. You know, I don't yeah. get that from them at all. No, but they just make good music. Absolutely. They just make good music and it's cool. And I feel like it was God breathed. I feel like God gave them specifically, excuse me, specifically, um, like their sound, their way, you know what I'm saying? Their ability. And for someone to come along 
and try to replicate that, you're you're not going to be as effective. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how a better way to say it. Like, you cannot be as effective. Because yeah. for one, you're trying to replicate something off of somebody else's oil. That's Ooh. not your oil. You feel what I'm saying? Ooh. That's not your oil. Like, you need to find what God has blessed you, you to do. Yeah. You need to find your oil and start yeah. pouring from that. Stop trying to mimic other people's Stop blessings. Stop trying to mimic other people's blessings. Yeah, that's because fine. Because you will not receive. Yep. Facts. You Facts. won't. Honestly. <laughs> Sorry. And honestly, I blame all of this on Kanye. <laughs> I blame all of this on Kanye West. This is all Kanye and Mari West's fault. I I knew you was going to say that. How is it his fault? This man went and did Sunday service. (laughs) And this man got all these little white kids all excited for some gospel music. Right? You right, because he put it to a good little beat. Man, look here. Look here. He you made right. gospel music mainstream. Yeah, he was the first one. You're right. Now, all of a sudden, Elevation was, mm-hmm. was doing a little more soul. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, we getting people like Maverick City popping up, mm-hmm. doing the same style. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like everybody, everybody like kind of in, in the, the middle, and everyone's like a, yeah, yeah like a Stonehenge yeah, type they, thing. it was Sunday service. You, mm-hmm. you was at Sunday service. I was at Sunday you know service, like, yeah. You was there at the beginning. I was. And when they was in the desert in I California. Was. That's crazy. And they were mimicking that. But you know what Maverick City's first mistake was? I wouldn't call it a mistake. I would say the 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 start of the pandering mm-hmm. was when they com- collaborated with Upper Room. <laughs> I agree. I love Upper Room. <laughs> Please understand this. I love Upper Room, but I think that that was that's two totally different yeah. demographics. Like they do the same Completely. type of style. Like they do the same type of style, but like their their delivery is different, right? Yeah. And when they did that collab, and from that point forward, Maverick kind of ascended. Yeah. And Upper Room, up, people, Upper Room still known. People love know Upper Room from all over the place. But that's when Maverick City, like, they clearly took yeah. off. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like from that point forward, when, bro, Chandler's winning Grammys and getting nominated, Dante's getting nominated and getting gra- somewhat getting Grammys, and Maverick City's performing with Diddy, and they got all these different things going yeah. on. And I feel like at that point, they, they it's, it's like your beef with Drake. Yeah. At some point. I feel, you, I feel what you mean on that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. some people get to a point to where yeah. they start. They start playing the the the, 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 conglom- game. the game of the conglomerate. Yes. Like they, they understand like, okay. In order for me to run the game, I need to do more than just be the best in this genre. Yes. So I need to start making music for other people, whether it's demographics whether it's generations like i feel like i gotta kind of switch it up a little yeah. bit right and i think to 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 match the numbers yes. or to yes. or to match the success exactly yes. and i feel like chandler with him wanting to do solo stuff and dante doing his own thing like and and, and if we're if we're honest because i don't want it to sound like we're just like shitting on maverick city yeah. but i i think that dante's mistake was latching on 
with Amen Church. Mm-hmm. And Harrison and the dentist, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like for me, I think those that's the example of white people pandering to black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. been too many times I grew up in church. I got deep roots in church. You know what I mean? Like I've been a part of some insane churches and I felt like in some situations, not all, but some situations with a lot of white pastors where I, I felt like I was their Jesus piece. Mm. And it's like, I'm not trying to make you look cool. Yeah. And I feel like Harrison and his wife latching on to Dante was like, they're making him their Jesus piece. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden. Like the token. Like you can't even keep your church open, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we had this conversation. Like I said, I'm potting right now. I kind of believe what I'm saying. Though. <laughs> so I'm half potting and I'm I half talking believe. logically. <laughs> I told I told y'all in the group thread that I don't even understand why they even started yeah. the church in the first place. Yeah. If you I don't, agree. If you don't know me, if you kind of know me, but you don't really have an understanding of what I've walked through the last couple of years. I have a very like, like sincere, like reverence for church and the faith. And I have a high standard for that. So I've been quiet and I let stuff slide so many times, but when they started amen church and I went that one time, yeah, I was like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Harrison was preaching. His wife, his wife can preach. Don't get me. His wife can preach. Yeah. But bro was on stage looking goofy, bro. Like stumbling <laughs> through sentences the whole time. Like you ever like you ever listen to somebody talking and you're kind of like. Like, huh? Huh? Like you. Like you try to you lean in and try to like catch it. Yeah. Like you're like, where are we going with this? Yeah. Like that's what it was like for like 45 minutes. Mm. And I was like. Yeah, no, nah, man. And that was the time where I was trying to figure out what and find a new church home and XYZ. Yeah. I said, this ain't it. And <laughs> bro goes goes viral on TikTok for that nonsense he was saying at Clyde Warren Park. Did you see oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Talking about <laughs> Jesus was silent on this issue. Like, first of all, what? talking crazy. And and this in Dante being somebody who's tied to them, mm-hmm. it's like that ain't a good look. Yeah. And the fact that and this is what nobody talks about. I could be wrong, but I think that that party bus that he got in trouble for being on, jamming Bad Bunny, was the pastor's wife's party bus for their, for their for her birthday mm. or either Harrison's birthday. Okay, because they're very well known and like they they know celebrities, right? X Y Z, like, mm. and that's and I think and because you didn't when that all that came out and Mav decided to separate from him. And who was the first people that came to his rescue? They were. They were. For sure. Because they felt like they they put him in a bad spot. For sure. Which is, they did. For sure. And I think that that was, a, that was the start of the fall. Because I'm like, you, Dante, you shouldn't be putting yourself and connecting to your, connecting yourself to everybody. I Because agree. everybody's not good company. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We've I learned, agree. like, we've learned that. Some pastors just not good company, bro. I agree. Because y'all just be wilding when y'all ain't on stage. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, and it's cool, it's 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 cool to be like the cool pastor. Like, yeah, I'm a pastor, but you know, yeah, I listen to Cole and Drake and I, you know, X, Y, Z, but it's like, my pastor shouldn't be doing what I be doing. I agree. There should be a level of uh, distinction. Yeah, like, you know there, what I'm there, I, I should never feel comfortable 
talking crazy in front of my pastor. I agree. There should be a like. There should there be should a level be, of distinction, yeah, or it, it I wouldn't even say respect. That's the better word. That's it's, the better there, word. There's a sense of like honor for like a pastor to. I'm gonna watch my mouth a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I ain't gonna talk too crazy in front yeah. of my pastor. Man, I just think like with all this, like for real, just because. If you haven't listened to any of the other previous podcasts, like where we talk about just the things, the griefs and all the things that we went through with Hillsong, like please go back and watch it because we're not going to rehash that. But just in general, just like, like I, like I was saying like before, prior to us like rolling, like I really, I genuinely do struggle with, you know, attending church and finding a church home to like serve Mm -hmm. and you know my capacity for serving is worship you know what i'm saying like i understand that that's that that's my calling i understand that yeah but to hear individuals like dante like regardless of his imperfections or regardless of the things that he's done right and to hear him go through this, right? Meanwhile, the entire entity of Maverick City is continuing to make money. Yep. Continuing to sell out arenas, continuing to per- perpetuate this. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it 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 creates such a wrestle and a tussle within me cuz it's like yeah. i don't want anything to do with this this does not look like what the bible yeah <laughs> is calling or is t- is saying about you know what i'm saying like using your gifts you know to to call the people or to to bring souls like yeah. it's 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 so far from that yep it is so far from winning souls it is so far from spreading the gospel it's so far from making disciples it is so much about the capitalism and the marketing and is this lucrative mm-hmm. so Maverick City, the name Maverick City can go on tour and no one on tour is in Maverick City. Like, that's crazy to me. And it's just like, I wonder, I wonder when we will get to a point where it's like, are we, like, when will we, when will we be tired of this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or, we may also get to a point where it's like God is like, I'm not in none of this. So all this that y'all rah rah and we lifting up and we exalting and we finna get to a place. I'm finna tear all this down, Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> I'm finna tear all this down, Babylon. Yeah. I'm finna tear all of this down, Israel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like y'all playing on my name. Nah, for real. Y'all playing on my name. And y'all think it, y'all it y'all finna go without repercussions? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely such a struggle for me, and I hate hearing stories about this. I hate seeing things about this. I hate having conversations with people who I feel can contribute to not just Maverick City, but just the gospel industry in general. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I know singers who, <clears throat> excuse me. 
I know singers who don't sing in church and they'd rather go to the free man and sing. You know what I'm saying? Because they're actually going to get their money. Yep. They're actually going to get paid for, yep. for what they're, for what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And they're actually going to be respected mm-hmm. and treated. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? It's going to be fair and it's going to yeah. be right. Yeah. And I hate the fact that people feel like, especially people who are wanting to use their gifts, who are mm-hmm. called to use their gifts. And it's like, I can't even go to the house of God. Mm. And do what God has called me to do because the church will either undermine me yep. or they'll use me. And yeah. I and I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. What like so. what do you feel how do you feel about like Dante even just exposing him in the way that he did? Like going what, to like what you mean? Like going to like I think I, I got the clip. Hold on, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the clip. You talking about? You talking about when he went on live? Was like, hey, I need my money, or you talking about anything extra? Yeah, when he went on here um, on his story. Just what's old to me. I've written a lot of that catalog, hits on top of hits. Um, still didn't get a Grammy because they said I wasn't a part of the group on paper. Whatever. Every seed that I've sown, I know that God is going to bless me and I will reap a harvest. However, do the right thing. Take care of the people that have taken care of you. In Jesus' name. That, however, is key. Oh, yeah. That, however. (laughs) That was petty. However, comma, like, stop playing with me. Yes. Like, you would not, you would not, anybody who is doing business with somebody Mm. Like if somebody were to be of like, hey, um, this is what we have going on. Here's X, Y, and Z. We really think that you would be a good fit for this. Like, you know, we just need you to do this. Boop, boop, boop. And you'll be com- and you'll be compensated by this, or yeah. you'll be receiving this much. Like as a business, yeah, that's trash. Yeah, because you may you basically say he wrote all this. All the success that Maverick City has has gotten, <clears throat> all the success that all these other people have gotten, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And the person who contributed to this, yeah, you you don't get you don't get what you deserve. And I and people want to be like, well, he was doing this, well, he exposed nudes, or he was on a party bus and things like that. And again, like what we were saying, like that that shouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like that shouldn't matter it should, as far as like him getting paid, being, being compensated, being compensated for, the for the work that, that he's done. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. We agree with you. Yeah, Period. Yeah. Period. I, we can talk about his heart posture. Yeah. Going like doing all of those things. We can talk about that. We can talk about accountability. We can talk about you know the spirit of God. We can talk about those things for sure. Yeah. Those things can play a part. But as a business, as an entity, for you to sit up here and say I'm not giving this to you. However, I'm still going to go and make money off of the things that you have done. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah, and what's even crazier is y'all are putting the name of y'all are slapping the name of Jesus on there, or yeah. you're slapping religion on it and saying like, "Oh, it's okay because it's under the name of God." Like, no. So, do you think that no. the way he called them out was like justified? If that listen, he probably has had 
calls go unanswered. He's probably had emails gone unresponded to. He's probably gone through the channels of who he needs to talk to, this manager, this accountant, this whoever. He's probably done all of those things. And so the last resort probably for him is, well, let let me let everybody know what's going on since y'all trying to play. So maybe the pressure of other people, maybe canceling y'all or maybe y'all ticket sales aren't as high as they need to be. You know what I'm saying? Because they're realizing, oh, Chandler's not on tour. Mm. Oh, Brandon Blake is not on tour. <laughs> and, that, you know and, that, and that just shows you how bad they, they've been with business. Like, outside of just the whole Dante not being compensated thing, like, if you look at the, the tour, like, you have to, it, it's the same thing with Hillsong. Hillsong has had, outside of Joel and, you yeah. know, the people who've been there from the jump, yeah. like, they've had a revolving door of people who come in and come out. Agree. But we never can tell. Right. Because they run their business correctly. Right. Maverick City didn't run their business correctly because it shouldn't matter if Chandler's not on tour. Because the brand is the brand. The brand is the brand. But they built it on Dante and Chandler being the brand. Agree. So when people hear Chandler, they think Maverick, Maverick City. City. Naomi too. And Naomi, yes, Naomi, Naomi too. too. And it's like, and Joe too. It, it should definitely but, be the other yeah. way to where it's like, yeah, like they they do this, but I know that there's other people here, so it's like the the bal- the checks and balances weren't. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it's yeah. You had these guys up here, everybody else down here. So when these guys are to the point to where they kind of want to go venture and do some other things, it's kind of like. All right, well, now this yeah. over here is going to suffer because now you have these guys yeah. trying to hold it together. And y'all have branded off of people. Exactly, exactly. And people are going to move. Exactly. People are going to change. And it's the same thing, like, even when you talk about music, like with TDE, like, Kendra's gone. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, what but is TDE, TDE is doing? But TDE is still TDE. Exactly. TDE. And, it's same, but I, I, and it's the same thing with, like, Cole. Cole's trying to build on Dreamville. Yeah. You know, now... I've, People are coming up. You know, you got you got these guys who we knew of, but now they're starting to get a bigger platform because Cole already knows, like, who knows when the next project we're going to get after the fall off? Who knows if we ever get one again? Like, Cole, Cole is older. Cole, man, that boy married with, what, two, three kids? Like He got two kids. Like, he, man, Cole chilling. Cole been he chilling. Four, he almost 40, bro. Like, like he's he 38. Chilling. Like, he's yeah. chilling, bro. Chilling. And so, I'm for me, I just feel like, and and granted, I I I believe in exposing what needs to be exposed clearly, um, but I do think that there has to be kind of a keep that same energy kind of vibe to I, it. I get that, and I feel like I get that. I feel like Dante can't really like check somebody, it, like. I feel There's like a, it, I feel like anybody has a right to check anybody when it comes the, to compensation, when it comes to money. Yeah, but I think I think that even though he has the ability and in his mind the right to do that, I also think because it's easy. It's easy if I'm Maverick City and I'm doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and Dante cop an attitude with me, I'm gonna be like. Bro, let's go down the list. 
<laughs> you feel me? Like I feel yeah, like I, yeah. I feel like it's yeah. it's 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 like you getting mad because somebody you you mad because somebody didn't tell you happy birthday, but you didn't even tell them happy birthday on their birthday. You feel me? It's like yeah, you you I ain't a, you, you ain't you ain't a part of Maverick City because y'all you he went on a podcast after the Tim Ross podcast. Which, mm-hmm. like, he went on another podcast and then talked crazy I, I, about I, Matt. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he was but probably, why did you do that in front of Tim? I don't know. You feel me? So that's what, and so that's where I'm kind of like, yo, like, bro, like, you, you got so much going on right now. I think Dante could, could eliminate a lot of problems if he just said this one thing. Yo, I screwed up bad. I made a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. That I'm not proud of. And yo, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reevaluate where I'm at. That's all nigga had to say. However. But he no, no, it ain't no however, <laughs> nothing. Cause you can't However. You can't, you can't be mad that you got problems when you put yourself in a position to have problems. Like you went on a podcast and publicly said, yeah, me and Matt have been petty to each other. So now you going on your story is making me question, what else is, what are you not saying though? I agree. Like what, what, comp, what, comp, it, yeah, you should, he, sh- and let me reiterate, he should be compensated. He needs that Grammy Maverick City. If y'all are doing that, y'all goofy as hell. And y'all, y'all some, y'all some, man, y'all goofy. Y'all, I ain't gonna say that other word. Y'all goofy because you taking fail. yeah, you taking something away for somebody Y'all who deserves fail. something, right? But in the same breath, two things can be be right That's at the true. same time. But at the same time, Dante, he be you can't be mad that you are reaping fruit, bad fruit from bad seeds that you sown. I agree with that. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, dog, you posted a new photo of yourself on Instagram, and we never got an answer for that. Like this, when I when I did what I did about Hillsong, I understood there was consequences to that. And yeah. so imagine if I got mad because people was coming at me. Yeah. It's like imagine if I looked at everybody who from Hillsong that I either made them feel like they were crazy for not believing what they were saying about our pastors. Or imagine if I just didn't like I just kind of brushed it off to the side. Out. Right. Yeah. Imagine if I did that. People would definitely be mad about that. Yeah. Too. And then and then I exposed them and then they come to me being like, well, what happened? Why didn't you? What, yeah. what 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 changed? And I just said, I don't have to answer to you. I don't know, man. I just feel like, especially with this situation, I feel like there are people who, who, you know, people just going to be mad just to be mad. And I get yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? There are people who just will not be satisfied ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. And to those people, we're really not talking about y'all. Like, yeah. we understand if you, if you want to die on that hill... Yeah. Here's here's the gun, my nigga. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like have at it. But I don't know, man. It kind of it kind of makes me think about like something else that was going on to like um when we talk about just like anger, just like people just I don't want to say anger. Anyway, it kind of made me think about like the whole like J. Cole and uh we was talking about J. Cole and like Dreamville and stuff. Yeah. It made me think about J. Cole and uh Soldier Boy situation. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that? Bruh. Soldier <laughs> Boy has no idea what 
self awareness and comprehension. Is. I will I will give it to him though. Like I feel like he has in in my lifetime or my lifespan, I feel like Soldier Boy has had I feel like the longest span of like relevancy, even if the relevancy is like some wild stuff, some wild stuff. Like you just going online, just like talking shit. Like I, you're still relevant, bro. Like, cause people be tuning in. It be like 10,000 people tuning in. Just like listening nah, to this man, just like go off and scream. But for those of you that don't know what was going on, uh, I got the clip. Okay. J Cole did an interview with, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, yeah. And great interview. If great you haven't interview. watched Go it, watch that. he is a very wise man. He's giving nuggets. He's giving keys. Anyway, all that good stuff. And you know, that's that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. J. Cole. That's why she is sitting behind the J. Cole. Period. This the one right here. Oh, yeah. Ooh. People sleep on Born Center for sure. Ooh, that's the one. They definitely sleep on that but, one. <laughs> so he um, he got on the interview, and he basically was talking about a period in his life where he was going out a lot, and he was partying a lot. And the music that was out at the time, uh, a lot of some of y'all, if y'all too young, y'all don't know about the snap era. I'm sorry <laughs> for you, but you missed out. That definitely was, missed out. That was a amazing that, that, time. What, a, what, what an era! <laughs> what an era for me! What? Oh my god, we was lean with it, rocking what? with it. Snap your fingers, <laughs> do, the fingers the do the step. Come we on. was doing all of the above. Listen, it was a great time. I would, I would, I would go back right now. <laughs> no, <honestly>. for real. <laughs> but he was talking about that period of time, and um, you know, Soldier Boy was really hot at that time, like popping. And um, J Cole had kind of expressed in that interview how he low key he was like, I was hating at that time because it's like mm-hmm. everybody around him is like vibing to this music. Everybody in the club, this is the only type of music that's being played in the club. And he found himself trying to trying to be ride that wave or be mm-hmm. on that wave and he was convicted or conflicted inside you know what i'm saying like this is not this isn't anything close to what i align with you know what i'm saying yeah and he finally got to a point where it's like you know what i'm really hating on these dudes regardless of what they talking about you know what i'm saying he coming out soldier boy tell him yep. hey we got a new dance for y'all got it's a soldier so- boy you, you- <laughs> like that you is classic <laughs> that was the you know joint. what i'm saying but like that Jack Cole really joint. came to a moment it's like i'm hating on these people yeah and i'm hating because they seem to be at a level of success or they seem to be hitting something that i'm missing yeah so instead of hating facts let me now let me now pivot to a point where it's like how can i learn from this what mm-hmm. is what is what about this do i actually like so that clip came out and of course Soldier Boy, with no frame of context, just came on IG Live and just went nuts. Spazzed on him. Look, like there, there's that. a lot of foul language in this. I'm gonna let y'all know. <laughs> like every, the worst of the worst foul foul language. It was just like bad. yeah, I know y'all already hear us cussing, but like this is this is next level. So I'm letting y'all know now. If you don't want to hear it, go and go and skip about thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> but this is Soldier Boy. On his uh, IG live after catching wind of what J Cole said. What you need to do is shut the fuck up. Better off realizing that these dudes are talented and they understand something that you don't understand and they figure something out. Shut and bro, I swear up, bro, shut up. I hate you niggas. 
hate you bitches with a passion. How the fuck you gonna try to hate on a nigga and show love in the same sentence? Bitch, just say I was that nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Just say I was that nigga. Just say I had the streets lit. Just say I had the clubs lit. Shut the fuck up, nigga. That's all you gotta say, nigga. Say, nigga. Say, nigga. Nigga, I had the whole world doing my dance. That's all you had to say, nigga. All that extra shit, but I don't want to hear none of that, nigga. We don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. Bro. Yo. Yo. Bro. Yo, Soldier Boy has no comprehension <laughs> skills. He has no self awareness to be able to idolize, I, I, like idealize anything around him. Like he is just, he's in his own world. Like he, like, bro. and he since walked back his comments. He said way more than that, but he's walked back his comments on Twitter apologizing to Cole and how one of his homegirls sat him down and kind of explained to him what Cole was really saying um, and how he just kind of took it out of context um, and really didn't pay attention to what Cole was actually bro, saying. Bro, like, everything you talking about, he didn't say, like, he did. He, he definitely he said that. He literally said that. Yes. Like, he, he literally said, I was hating on this man. Yes. This man has it. He has something that I don't have. Yes. So let me figure that out. Like, you were that nigga. Like, you were that nigga back there. Like, can't nobody take that away from you. Exactly. He's he's always on the defense, man. I feel like he's just taking so much, like, slander from people. (laughs) And he's just always on the defense. I love him. And he's always just like ready to fight for his like right to say that he was him <laughs> and it's like bro nobody he has no problem reminding people that he was that nigga that he was the first to, to do xyz i was the first rapper though but low-key i feel like like his outbursts and just like all of that i feel like that is part of his relevancy Like, like anybody can say anybody, any blog, any magazine, any interview, anything can say soldier boy and he finna jump on it. Like facts and people are going to be tuned in. People were, I swear to God, because I follow him on on social media because he is, he's pure entertainment. Y'all swear to God, if you do not follow him, like it may be toxic. (laughs) it may be things you really you really probably shouldn't be watching if you're trying to get your spirit right but he provides a laugh for me (laughs) if i need like a pick me up for real i just go to his page he's hilarious but when like when he was on that live I say at, at max was like fourteen k. Oh yeah, like fourteen thousand. Like oh yeah, 14, people was people, people was, was tapped in. People was tuned in. People was tapped in, and that's crazy. Like y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand, bro. Two thousand eleven. I'll, I'll go even. I'll go even further. Yeah, I'll go back to oh eight. Oh eight. Oh nine. I think I was a sophomore. Yeah, freshman going to sophomore in yeah. high school. When this joint came on. Yo, homecoming. Whether we in the hallway. This is fire. Look here. 
Soldier Boy, tell him. Bro, listen, listen to how me- how mediocre this beat is. <laughs> and he took it and made a hit. A hit. Uh, uh, army swag. Everybody pay attention. attention. This what? right here <laughs> is boys was in the pretty boys. Uh, what was the dead? What was the boy, dead? I'm, I'm over here knocking stuff over. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I was man. I was a for this. Was it a Boy, I was on a little step team, so we used to. Oh my god! Don't man. be doing that too much. Don't be doing that too much, Brandon. It's people with letters that will be very upset. Okay. No, that's fact. No, it was all it was all affiliated. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So okay. my fault, my fault. But y'all don't know nothing about that, man. Get out the way. Move. Pretty boy coming through. Me and my crew. Now, this was classic. This is classic. Yo, look. This is classic. We ain't gonna go too far into it, but yeah, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy was the dude. Soldier Boy gave us a lot of hits. What? Soldier Boy really gave us that dance era. He's the one that started the dance era. I agree. Everything that we got after that, to this day, you got sports teams around the country that going out here. To songs that are that are literally like the result of what he did. Agreed. Like swag and surf. Yeah. We wouldn't have swag and surf. Like everybody be sitting there going crazy yeah. at parties and the club That's doing X Y Z. We wouldn't have none of that for one for Soldier That's Boy. That's true. Get Soldier Boy his flowers. You be tweaking my boy, but I'm gonna give you your flowers. I feel like everybody do be giving Soldier Boy his flowers. I just feel like according he- to him, we don't. <laughs> According to him, I feel like we do people not. do. I feel like we do. I feel like I feel like you could ask. You can even ask some of these Gen Zs. You know what I'm saying? Like they may not fully be like tapped in, but they they in, know who, they, they know who bro know, is. You know what I'm they saying? They know who bro is. So it's like, bro, they definitely know who bro is. You need therapy. It's alright, soldier. <laughs> it's alright, soldier. Keep it. What did boy say? Pull up on our shop by eight of them boy like. Shot that nigga. <laughs> Shot that nigga. He came over here. Then old dude came in here. Ah, hit me in my leg. And I just, bah, bah. Bro, the sound effect. That boy John Wick, boy. I swear the to God. Sound he, effect. No, he John Wick. Well. Nah, he probably it's did. All love, he probably soldier. did back it's in all the day. Right? <laughs> but since we still on Cove, this is uh this has been a topic of the discussion. And uh we have this conversation a lot. Oh my god. On Who's the goat? Who's the goat? Look, she's over there. And for me, obviously, we see my guy back. It is him. He is he. (laughs) It is him. It is him, Timothy. (laughs) Timothy. Okay. Okay. It's it's been it's been a month since for all the dogs has come out. Um been able to sit with the album for a while. And the topic of discussion, I think, obviously, we know this isn't his greatest project. For sure. There's some ones on there, though, for me that I enjoy. Maybe about um, four ones. Nah, there's more than Maybe four. Maybe about four, four, five. For, more, for me, there's more than four. There's more than four for me that I can, like, enjoy. But I think for me, you, you're you a rap. You are you are a rap purist. I am a rap purist, And sure. I feel like that's why rap purists just cater to J. Cole. Don't get it wrong. I love J. Cole. J. Cole... To me, my rapping order has changed. Mm. So my goat order is still the same. J- J- Drake's still my goat. 
Okay. But my rap order right now is Cole, Drake, Kendrick. That's that's my rap okay. order right now. Okay. Only because Kendrick don't rap enough for me. Yeah. Like can I chilling, dog. Like he chilling. he he chilling a little too much. He nah, he I feel like he's really trying to pour into this production company. I think he needs to just was it PG Lang? I really feel like he's yeah. pouring into that. But honestly. they doing some great stuff. They their, are. Their, their stuff is they dope. Are. I just think if you still talking about you King Kendrick and you the GOAT and you we only need to address you unless it's with four letters, you need to be rapping more. And your last project didn't establish that. Your last project is introspective as hell. And yeah, still very good. Still it's still a good great content. album. Still a great yeah. album, but it's not your best. I agree. I, if I put all of Kendrick's projects from great best to worst, it pre, for me, it pretty much goes in order. Okay. In which they came, out. came out. If you wanted to switch it up, like, To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite project from Kendrick. Okay. So I would say if you wanted to go Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly, damn, and then uh, Mr. Morale is, like, his role, I think that's valid. I think if you went... To Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City, Damn, on. I think that's valid. I think for me, To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite Kendrick project. I think it's his best project. Um, it's a long. It, it's just a long, very thought out, like well curated, well curated well album. Produced, like Good Kid, Mad City was a story well as well, executed. but it was just different. To, yeah. to Pimp a Butterfly was just different, and so for me, that's why Kendrick's third because he dropped the joint with. Um, uh, Baby Keem and went crazy on Family Ties and then dropped the album and disappeared again. And the stuff that they have been putting out hasn't been what we know what Kendrick can do. Yeah. And so that's a little frustrating. But J. Cole, for me, if right now, his, in my rapping order, he's number one. And he jumped on uh, Drake's project, First Person Shooter, and it sparked the conversation of did Cole wash Drake on his own song? In which I think everybody who's logical can say that, yeah, of course, J. Cole went crazy on that, crazy on that, that verse. That, I don't think that Drake's verse was bad. I think it was the wrong verse for the wrong feature. That was the wrong feature to do that verse on. I feel like if you're going to, and I mean, okay. I see what you mean. You, it's like, I see what you mean. the verse is good. Yeah, but it that's not the verse people wanted to hear with. Cole. I see what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the you way you need he, to be, you need to be toe to toe. Yeah, like Cole. like people people are. I think people give Drake a hard time. That's really not necessary, um, for the reason of he's giving us so much music, and I feel like if bro just want to bullshit around. <laughs> Fine. If you gave me two solid projects and then they start BS and then cool. But like you've been you gave us six, seven projects straight of just fire and then you just been like experimenting and bullshitting. Yeah. And, and so now when you get first person shooting, you see the cold feature and you're like, Oh yeah, this is this is it, right? And Drake gives the verse that he gives. And I I've I loved it because it had a lot of like like battle rap, like S to it. Yeah. Like Claudine, Darlene, yeah. like pack him in his phone, like some salt. Like he, he was really hitting it, but it wasn't the right first for what Cole just did I before agree. you came in. Right. I agree. And cause my nigga smashed on that. Yeah. Cole, Cole went crazy. crazy. And I feel like Cole is the best. Like if you pull up any of Cole's features, on any project, 
Yeah, he go crazy. He did a feature with I don't I don't know if you know his name is Royce the Five Nine. Oh yeah, I know Royce. The it's five called nine. um what called it? It's called Bob Lobo. Yeah. Royce the five nine, bro. He's a he's a legend. Royce the five nine is a legend. He's a legend. He's he's just like with Joe Budden and them dudes. Like yeah, like people people don't people know Joe Budden as a podcaster. Joe was Joe had them. He Joe had, Budden can rap. Boy, Joe Budden had them bars. Joe, Joe Budden can rap. Joe for Budden sure. had them bars, for bro. Sure. And, and I feel Royce like the he's, five nine. Like them dudes, like crazy the shady freestyle. Like people yeah. people love to go back. And look and see how Eminem just spazzed. But y'all, Royce the Five Nine spazzed to Joe Button spazzed to like all them dudes on there went crazy, bro. And I I just think a lot of these guys get overlooked. Like I love when Toby did. Yeah. When Toby had uh, Royce the Five Nine on his joint. Yes. That was that was heat. Royce the Five Nine is a legend. But that feature that Cole did on that, like fire, twist the cap, lift the bottle back, yep. swig it, yep. dig. I don't, even get, I don't even want to get into it because I don't want to get copyrighted for you. Yo, I ain't. But I feel like Cole, I feel like Cole, whenever he's in feature mode, like, Can't it's a him. different Cole. And it, it's, it's a different Cole. It's, it's scary because Cole just came out. Somebody, he did, I think he was through an interview or something, but he just came out and they asked him about the fall off. And J. Cole said that he reached a new level on the upcoming project. That's scary. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I think he's going to drop it. I cannot it. wait. I don't think he's going to do a rollout. No, he's not. I think he's just going to drop it like he did for your eyes only mm-hmm. in December of 2016. That was 2016. I think he's going to do the same thing. He did the same thing with 2014 for his Hills Drive. Mm-hmm. He didn't let no. He didn't announce it. He didn't roll it out. And to he be just honest, when it. I, whenever he did that, he got the better response. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, those albums got the better response. When he I think when like, artists do that, they get the better. I agree. And Beyonce did the same thing with her self-titled with, uh, album. Yeah. And she did that album. with Blow. She did? She did that. Uh, oh, wait, that's the same album. The same yeah, same album. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, right, right. He, She did that. I remember I was, I was in college. I she was, did that for Lemonade. Yeah, they, she did both of those. Yeah. That's right, she did both. Yeah. she. I was on my way home back to Houston from Dallas. I was up here for school, and I was going home for the holidays. And I stopped to grab food at Whataburger. And then my phone started going crazy. Twitter was going crazy. And I look, and they're like, Beyonce just dropped a new album. It was the visual album at first. Yes. And it was just a visual. And I was like. Boy, I was in there. Yo, we was tapped in. I was in there. The whole rest of my ride back home. I, I listened I was to her for three in. weeks straight. Yeah. <laughs> I did that job. And you know me. I was me. in for three weeks straight. I'm very critical of Beyonce. I know. I, I, I'm not a big fan of what she does now. But. I respect her as an artist. She's still that. She's still the, the queen. Like, I respect it. And her, uh, Beehive, don't come at me, please, because y'all y'all are crazy. So crazy, Donald Glover made a show off of y'all. Okay. The, that that show is fire. That show is fire. He needs a, he fire. needs an award off that. No, that for show real. Is fire. It, 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 it needs to win some Emmys she's next fire. year. Yes. Oh, yeah, she's cold. What's she's her name? Uh, uh, I forget her name, man. She was in Transformers too. Yes, she was. Yeah, she does. A, like, she does an amazing like job. Fish, her, name, her last name, I think, is like Fishburne. Yeah, it's Fish. Like it's something Fish. She's amazing. She's amazing. Sis. You're amazing. Amazing actress. Amazing. And so I think for me, like Drake's been on a run for a very long time. I think he's already achieved a lot. He's earned the respect to just kind of relax. 
I agree. I feel like bro could have dipped much, off after views and and dipped out for the three four years, for, and I wouldn't have been mad. I would not have been, been okay. mad. I would not have been and mad. And honestly, we probably could have we probably could have saved all of these like experimental albums and all of these like uh, albums if you really just took the time to be away. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to to live. Live life. To live life, to gain experience, to gain content and material yeah. to write, instead of trying to, like, and I think that's the issue for me. Like, with, I I don't Aubrey. I don't support any album that Drake has put out past Views. Views is it for me. That's crazy. Views is it for me. Like, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't endorse. I don't, I don't talk about. I don't replay. I don't, really? I don't, so, I don't replay okay. anything that he's done since Views. Like, Let's, I have taken the time to listen and digest. I've taken the time to, like, really hear what he's are talking you, are about. Are you talking about, but like, like, as an album as a whole, or are you talking about? As a whole. Okay. As a whole. Okay. I'm not saying he hasn't had, like, you know, bangers. I'm not saying that. I but think I'm he has some. Like, I, I think he has joints. So, like, so, so somebody would be like, if somebody had been living under a rock and been like, um, what, like, what should I listen to with Drake? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention anything from Certified Lover Boy. I'm not gonna mention. He got anything. some joints on there though. He do, but I'm. You talking about com- the album? Because I, I. I, I'm a person where it's like, yes, singles are great. Yes, like people mm-hmm. have bangers and things like that. Or like there are maybe like two or three songs that really just go. But like to consume only two songs and not not really take in totality the entire body of work, I yeah. feel like people are missing out. And I feel like that's also too a thing where it's like we consume music and we consume just entertainment in such a way where it's like, I feel like maybe there is a pressure to continue mm-hmm. to, to put out or continue to release as means to like stay relevant or as means to like keep, keep the momentum going or whatever. But I feel like you risk the quality. Yeah. Trying to You're overcompensate, period. you yeah. know what I'm saying? For quantity or mm-hmm. for, gimmick or for you know how the wave of music that's going on right now yes like when 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 drake put out what was it um his uh house album uh honestly never mind that grew on me that grew on me a little bit there's some songs i can do without but it grew on me i still i still wasn't i was very upset when the album first came out um because i'm like because that's not what i was expecting and i think that's the problem i think people expect Drake to do a specific thing. Like a lot of things, I'm not saying you do this, but a lot of people want Drake to give us that rap album. He's never given us a rap album. He's never given us a rap album. A full rap album. Yeah, he always, people keep, it's like when people thought for all the dogs, they thought it was about to be banger, banger. Because when you have an album call for all the dogs, but like I said, I'm thinking you finna go like, but that's oh, you thing. finna go gutter. But that's like, what I'm you saying. Go- you, you're, it's the misinterpretation. For all the dogs didn't mean for all the homies. It meant for all the, all the, all the bitches. All the hoes. That's what, that's what for all the dogs meant. So he made and music so the for whole, women. No, well, the whole album was about women. 
was about the B words, the, the dogs. You know what I'm saying? I can call, I so, can say bitches. So so <laughs> in his songs like Virginia Beach, like the, he's talking about specific women who did him a specific way mm-hmm. and how he felt about it mm-hmm. throughout the whole project. Mm-hmm. And so it people got upset because that's not what we were expecting. I stopped expecting. The one time I did expect was for Honestly Nevermind because he just popped out of nowhere with it. Yeah. And I was excited because the last time he did that was when we got. Um, more, was um, it more live? If you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, yeah. You're he right, randomly you're right. just dropped it on yeah. right before Valentine's Day in February and 2014, 15, 15. Boy, he dropped Honestly, it's too late. He's like, oh, this shit. Oh, yeah. And everybody and, was yeah, like. Yeah. And, no, and, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, her loss was fire though. Her loss was fire, but it's a collab album, so I get why people don't like it. Because it, it's it 21. What are no, you talking about? I, I don't know. Understand why you, you say that? Talking Any about? logical person that I've had this conversation with doesn't think that 21 Savage. The shit rap that I seen got me traumatized. Yeah. I let that kick over Johnny die. Slay that one. You gonna wake my son? Oh, up. sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You gonna wake my son up? We gonna relax? God damn! What? No, look, people. So let me give y'all a twenty-one savage. Let, no, is no, a no, dog. no, no, no. Yes, yes. He's twenty-one is that dude. I will never understand why people say that twenty-one savage is not good. But I'm not gonna go as far as D, who says that twenty-one rap laps around Drake on her, her loss. First Definitely of all, did. first of all, I never said laps. You said he out rap Drake. There were a few songs that yes. 21 Savage but that's did the thing. Rap and that's what and that's what Absolutely. Cole and that's what Cole talked about on his interview with Yachty. Yeah, he he's did. like he did. I don't think Drake always trying to out rap somebody. I think he just lets people shine on tracks because he know what he can do. We know what he can do, and I feel like sometimes it's like I don't need to always be out rapping somebody. I don't feel like, and I feel like that's where a lot of people disagree. It's like mm-hmm. it's like no, bro. Kendrick and Cole, anytime they hop on a song. They trying to murk whoever else is on the song. And Drake don't think that way. And I think that's where the disconnect is. I'm like, when I look at it, like, I think Drake's albums are too long. Yes. So. Yes. I look at everything doesn't have to be like, like his best album is long. His best album, nothing was the same. It's like 21 tracks, 22 tracks. And but each one is like, but that, but that's, but like I said, that's old Drake. It's, no, I, man, it's not, nothing was saying was fifteen tracks. So let me let me look through. If you're re- if you're reading this, how long was that? If you're reading this, I thought that was I thought that, that was, was 18. not as long. It, it wasn't. It's, it's it's probably around there. Let me see. So let's go through Drake's discography. So far gone, banger, classic, eighteen songs. We go to um, thank me later. Thank me later was fourteen songs, which was an was perfect for me. Yeah. Amy Later is a perfect overlooked project from him. Um, here it is. So Take Care was 19 tracks. Okay. Take Care was 19 tracks. Nothing was the same. Deluxe was 15 tracks, 13 regular. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Was seventeen tracks. Okay, so, so these are all. 18. These are all right. So maybe he's trying to keep but, that up. But then we get to views, and views we get twenty. Right. And then from then on, more life was like 20. more life was 22. Yeah. Then we go from more life to Scorpion, which I think is his worst project. Yeah. I agree. Um, and he agrees um, that, that he was like misstepped on that project. 25. 25, 25 songs. And then 
certified Lord, lover boy is probably this like 23 it's 21 but i feel like the start of the 20s was like an era where a lot of artists was putting out a I, lot of music like I don't Chris know. Brown like Chris Brown put out Heartbreak Chris, on a Full Moon man that was 50 and tracks that was, that was crazy that was like almost 30 tracks like Indigo after that was 26 what album 26? did he drop that was like 50 tracks it, I think that was Heartbreak on, no, no 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 it was Indigo and then he dropped the Indigo Deluxe and that one, was, and, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. deluxe, I think, was another like twelve songs. Yeah, I think I, for me personally, I, I, I don't listen to the original for all the dogs album. I made my own version of the album. <laughs> okay. Um, for all the dogs, for me, there's songs on there I just don't like, um, especially that sexy red song. The song is garbage. Shake that ass, um, for Drake. Let's shake yeah, that ass for, for me. me. That that song is that song is. <laughs> Terrible. I was able to take that twenty three track, Sexy Red. <laughs> that twenty three track album that he had. You can listen down to what eight. I brought it down to two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, sixteen. So I got rid of seven tracks off that album, and so and I changed the order. So you certain songs. so you like so you like sixteen out of the the. I can songs. do 16 out of that 16. Some of those are fillers. Okay. I got the ones that I don't think are certified. I got ones that I enjoy and ones that I feel are bridges that okay. are just songs that aren't great, but I don't hate them. Okay. So, and I think the album should have ended on away from home, not polar opposites. <laughs> I think polar opposites should have went around crew members. I, yeah, I just, you know I, what I mean? Think, I think the structure of it, too, it didn't was seem just right. like... Your mistake was I putting don't. Yachty on that. Yachty. You you let Yachty yeah. have way too much say on this project. Yeah. Yachty, Yachty has an amazing pen. I understand that. He's written so many songs for so many people that are hits. But Yachty, for me, shouldn't be giving Drake pointers on how to make an <laughs> album. And that's another issue that, that I have That is as crazy well. for me. <laughs> what? Why is Yachty talking to one of the greatest, if not the greatest hip-hop artists, to touch a mic? Why is he in the studio telling you what songs need to go on? Like, Yachty did a whole interview talking about these are some of the best Drake verses. Nigga, what Drake verses are you listening to? <laughs> there is no... Outside of away from home, he wasn't born, bro. Outside of away from home, dog, (laughs) I can't understand like how any of y'all can sit here. And I understand, like Fiji, Fiji be hating on Drake as well, but Fiji likes the new Drake, yeah, because that's just that's just a different era, yeah, generation. They like that hype stuff, yeah, they like that. But us, we enjoy introspective rap. We love early Cole, still Cole to this day. He's never changed. Yeah, we enjoy. Like me, I didn't like sideline story because I felt like it was too commercial mm. and it obviously came out mm-hmm. that, you know, Jay wanted it to sound a certain way. That wasn't how Cole wanted it to sound. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really like the album, but then he followed up with born center and just brought us back in. You know what I mean? And I feel like with Drake, I can take Drake's last five projects, condense them and their fire projects. Agreed. Agreed. He makes too much music. I I always say this, like a set list will make or break you. Yes. Will make or break you. If you, you can have all the good, like 
you know, you can produce a song, everything is great, sounds great, cool. But if you're not able to carry your audience from the beginning to the end by the structure of how you set your stuff up, like, you're going to lose them by song two. Yep. You're going to lose them by yep. song. You can lose them by the end of the first song, <laughs> like literally. You can you, you can lose them before you even get to the meat of the project. Exactly, exactly. And, and I think yeah. set list is so important. I feel like because consumerism is so high and so fast now, like I was talking about earlier, just that pressure to feel like mm-hmm. I got to put this out. I got to put this music out. Like, however... You know what I'm saying? Maybe Mm -hmm. not taking the time to curate. You know what I'm saying? Like, people talk about uh, the Big Steppers album with with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I I agree with you in in the sense of, like, I don't enjoy that album as much as I do enjoy his other albums. But what I do enjoy about that album is how he curated that. Yeah. He told a story. He definitely told a story. A continuous story from beginning to end, from the fillers, from the interludes, from the little things with uh, Kodak Black. Shout out to Kodak. Cause yeah. I like him too. Like I love Kodak. You know what I'm saying? Like how he was interweaved throughout the entire project. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it literally told a story. So you may not like, like after listening to it, you may not, it's, it may not be something in you to be like, all right, I may not play this for real. Like mm-hmm. it may be a couple of ones that yeah. I can pull from this, but you walked away from that album. Like I understand clearly where this is, where this was, where he was trying to go, what he was trying to say and what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. He did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like there's not enough time to curate, you yeah. know what I'm saying? To actually like cultivate and, Take the time to plan it and yep. plan out how you're gonna how you're gonna write this out. Like I agree. set list is so important. I, and I learned that on the ship. Like yeah. to yeah. you I learned that like straight up. Like yeah. they're nice was like, y'all, these people are dead. Mm-hmm. So the second set when we come out here, we're you switching all this, all, up. this up. all we're doing all party. I know we said um we we're gonna do like Motown. No, no, gotta no. adapt. We switching up, we're doing all party songs. Yep. And the next two like the next two sets, that was good. Like Yo, shout out to all the live performers. Yeah. Out there, especially like D U a live performer, like the the level of adaptation that goes with that job. Yeah. Cause you you're it's different from making a song. And you not being in a room and seeing people like, right, in, like t- digest it. You're, you're getting in the room. a live. Exactly. You're getting a live response. You have to, to respond in the doing. moment. Exactly. In the moment, you gotta exactly. make a you gotta make a pivot right then and there. Exactly. And I, I, for me, I personally think, I my advice to Drake would be, and this is I think this is key. You, he's already announced that he's gonna dip off for the next year. Yeah. I genuinely think that Drake should not put out a song for probably at least another two to three years. I agree. I think for the next year, he should do nothing but live life. Be a dad. Be a dad. Be like. You go with your homies, man. Yeah. Like. Stop worried about these hoes, love. bro. What, Find real love. You know what I'm saying? Stop like, worried about these hoes. Just go live stuff, life, bro. Yeah. Forget about push. Forget about Numbers. Kendrick. Forget about numbers forget about us yeah. like just go live life come back don't touch a studio for another year then in that year go back year two 
just make music yeah. with no expectations. Just make music. Don't worry about making a hit. You already, bro, you You've you proved pat, yourself. You tied Michael. For we sure. We got it. You proved yourself. You can get a hit somewhere down the line again and pat, we got we understand that. You need to just go back to the roots. What you did on Away From Home, where you painted the picture of the Drake on the come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was in the cold when I was froze. I was sleeping in a whip trying to get a fucking grip. I remember that Drake. Yeah. That's the Drake that we want. Because we can relate to that. We Tell can't relate stories, to. Bro. We yeah, can't we relate can't. to. Oh, I'm pulling Cinco, up on sink the back to the Vava, like G five with a bitch with yeah, a with yeah, a with bro. a with a nine five back. Like we we can't relate to that, bro. And 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 look and look, <laughs> I respect it because I love to see where people came from and where they are now. Yeah. Don't lose the bravado. Don't lose the braggadocious Drake because I still love that. But like you need to you need to update us. We haven't been updated in a while. Yeah. And I'm like, is there more off of Scorpions? That's one of my favorite songs from him, bro. Like, agree. Like when he's sitting there, he's like, back yo, the like sweetie Jews, your boys back in the move, ready to tell me the saying? truth. Too many stories about houses of loot. Too many Walt Disney characters, <laughs> mouses and, and goose. Like, you I, see what I, I'm I, saying? I'm with you. That, I'm with you on that. There, there, I don't think there's a question. There's some people who are just goofy and think this, but I don't think there's a question for people who really know hip hop and know music that Drake can't rap. We just don't like, I wouldn't say we, because I still enjoy some of this <laughs> stuff you're putting out. But You can say me. I think that a lot of people, <laughs> like Damarie. You can say me. Her, who <laughs> miss the Drake, who, yeah. who just was tapped in and brought us along a journey. Yeah. And it I was. It was a storytelling exactly. for me. He, he was able to mix his talents in a way that told a story yeah. and told a story that was relatable, yep. told a story that was relevant. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And he I should, and he should just take a year and do that. And then whatever comes from that year, curate a project, add stuff, take away stuff. And he should drop a project unannounced, no rollout in the late fall early winter around this time november yeah, like what he did really with, like what he like what he did with take care yeah like Ooh. take care came out in november, november of 2011 and i just in and bro like it was on repeat for a long time in. and I, I i remember i remember when thank me later came out and i remember that's all i could listen to for a very long time yeah like i i just I would just no rollout, drop the project unannounced, entitle the project Aubrey, and let it all just be an update on where you are, where you've been, what you remember, where you want to go, and that's it. Don't go over 16 tracks. Yeah. You know, give us us 14, maybe 16 on a deluxe. Yeah. And put it out. And, like, in my opinion... I would put it out in late 2025, 2020, or 2026. Three years from now, two years from now, put yeah. that put that project out because it's cool to take a break. You've worked very hard. You got to where you are now, and uh, and and it's crazy because I think about it. And I was talking. We were having the whole Cole Kendrick and and Drake conversation. Like Cole has six projects. Yeah, and. 
Yeah, six. Uh, yeah, the six fallout will be a seven. It will be a seven project. Yeah. So that's supposed to come out by the end of this year. So let's just say Cole has seven projects. Kendrick has given us four. Four. He does. Bree does not include the untitled unmastered. I don't because the untitled because the untitled was throwaways from To Pimp a Butterfly. I agree, but I, I Even, still okay, so, think it's fire. But like, I, don't, I don't. I don't think I he. Still think I don't think he put fire. time into it like he did with the rest of them. For that's, I, I don't think that it was curated like his other project. That's why sure. I don't include it. Because literally, the the title of it is Untitled Unmastered. Like, so all these songs are without mm-hmm. names and yeah. they're not mixed. <laughs> you know what I'm yes. saying? You're when you're hearing you, you're literally hearing like raw, you know, the mm-hmm. raw unmixed form of that song. But I I still enjoy that. I feel yeah. like some of my favorite Kendrick songs came off of that. I mean, it's the same way. Like, like if, untitled if, number seven, num- untitled number seven, untitled number five. Really, all the odds. Untitled yeah. number seven, untitled number yeah. five, yeah. and untitled 11, number eleven. Ooh. Eleven, eleven is that joint. That joint. I, so I, I like it's for me. Like the same way that I don't include untitled is the same reason why for Drake I don't include what a time to be alive. I don't include her loss mm. because those are collabs. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I and it wasn't. And I don't include care package. Because these are just, these weren't really curated. Like these were you just going in there and doing what you do or just taking what you've done and putting it together. But like when you look at Kendrick's four, you look at Cole's seven, and then you look at Drake's, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 13. I was I was close. Thirteen. I know my stuff, y'all. So when I look at so <laughs> when somebody was asking like, "Hey, yo, why do you love Drake so much?" Much I'm like, where y'all are at as Cole fans is where I was at at views. Okay. At this point, there's nothing that Drake can do. Okay. That can change my mind about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? As an artist. You can still have your opinion about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just the foundation of him being. Exactly. Okay. And I'm not delusional. I I know that Drake puts out songs that are mid. Like, I I, I know that (laughs) projects aren't phenomenal. That's so funny. You know what I mean? But, like, it's the same thing that I think about with, like, Kendrick has put out stuff that I'm like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. He's done features. I'm like, oh, that's all right. You know, like Cole has some songs. I'm like, oh, they're cool. Yeah. But then, but they, but they deliver though. You know what I mean? Like if, if Drake was able to go, like you just think about it from so far gone to thank me later to take care to nothing was the same already is goat status for me. Non-skips. Non-skips. And then you go from there to, if you're reading this, it's too late. Then you go from there to views. It's like, and you throwing what a time to be alive in the middle of that. It's like you it's hard to not to come out of that fandom at that point. Yeah, the same true. way as Cole fans, it's once you heard from Born, Born Center, Center twenty fourteen. Well, for even, your not eyes. even. I don't even like when Ooh. you when you go from when you go from the warm up. You go from the warm up, and then you add in Friday Night Lights, and you add Ooh. in Born Center. You add in all these. Man, it's hard to come out of that fandom. At it's that very point. hard. Like Kendrick fans don't have a lot. So that's why for me, <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and that's just being real, like Kendrick fans don't have a lot. So when people like to say Kendrick's the GOAT, I'm like, nah, bro, just because you rap phenomenally don't make you the GOAT. Like Eminem ran, can rap laps around 95% of the people out here. Like yeah. Andre 3K can out rap many of these people out here. 
He's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Yeah. Biggie. Like, and but he's what? rumored to be dropping. Yes, he is. Ooh, yes, he is. he's rumored to be I'm dropping next year. I pray he drops. Is, yes, please. Oh, my God. I pray he please. drops. The, the please. The rap world needs him right now. Please. <laughs> please drop. Like, when he did the feature with Kanye, bro, I was like, I yeah. need this. Yeah, so he smashed that. I think for Kendrick, in order for Kendrick to be the GOAT, Kendrick got to do what Cole and Drake did with six projects. Yeah. Do you think he would ever come out with another one? Man, look, I don't think Kendrick is going to give us that much music. Mm. Like, the fact that Drake had you in the house for three years is crazy. What are you talking about Drake had him in the house? Drake ain't had nobody in the house. In the house, B? So you mean to tell me, uh, yeah, Drake had a run, but you mean because of that, Kendrick out here like, oh. Kendrick dropped down and <laughs> and did the did the little Black Panther project with his homies. And, and disapp- that Black Panther, Black Panther project was yeah, fire. Yeah, it was fire. It was fire. But he disappeared after that. Maybe to get new content. Nah, he, he, he put the statement out. What did he say? He I said, ain't see man, it. hold on. I ain't see it. What did he say? We're, we're gonna, I want to make sure I'm accurate on Okay. This. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm accurate on what he said. We like facts I don't want here y'all, at 52 yeah, Exactly. Podcast, I don't okay? want y'all. We like facts. I don't want y'all Kendrick Lamar fans coming at me crazy. I love Kendrick Lamar. Trust me. I just don't think he'd go. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I think that statement. I don't even know, like Kendrick Lamar statement. Um, Are you on Google right now? Yeah. Let me see what my Google got to say. Because everybody Cause he got put to out, say Oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> so Kendrick said, this was August 2021. I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides mm. keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Hmm. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone. Mm. But the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. Come on. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my my words will land next. That's a key statement for me. Okay. While the world around me evolves, I start thinking, what is Kendrick Lamar's world? It's music. Okay. I think that that statement of while the world around me evolves, I think that he's talking about things and one of those things being Drake. Because <laughs> that's the biggest so, thing. So that's you, the biggest thing that people, beef people have with Drake, that he he, so he, you, he worries about adapting to the world around him and the culture. He doesn't stay the same. He's always changing. And I feel that the competition and the constant comparison of Kendrick and Drake Bothers him. Why else would you not have no phone? Ah, maybe to really like disconnect. He went missing in 2017. And when Drake came off of the biggest career, the biggest year in his career. Man, I don't know. Imagine dropping damn. And you have to go away. Why? Why though? Because Drake's touring to the world. Because no, because people are paying attention to the other nigga. The other nigga. I, I can't. I think it's. I don't think it's crazy to be a Kendrick Lamar, and be in competition with somebody that annoys me, and be bothered of why y'all keep thinking this man well, can touch me. I don't, I don't think. I don't think it was like 
him. Like no, I Kendrick said Lamar. things. I feel like I feel like when when to your point, I feel like what you're saying, especially with what he was saying in the in the in the letter, his statement, I feel like maybe he because other people were probably putting them two together, you know what I'm saying? Because damn, I I believe like I don't think Damn is his best album, but I do think Damn was his most successful album. It has some of his best songs. Agreed. Has some I think of his best I think songs. it was I think it was his most successful album as far as like the public's concerned. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? And so when you when you reach that level, right? But then you have other people comparing what you've done to somebody else. I I don't I don't think anybody can hear comparisons and, you know, maybe he didn't initially feel that, but because there is so much talk about it, maybe he, maybe those thoughts did creep in. So you get to a point like, like in the Bible, um, I, w- I want to say it's in like, Colossians or something. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it is in the New Testament. Whereas, like as the as as Jesus's fame um, increased, you know, in the land, he retreated often, like more often, to be with God. So I don't know. Maybe that was his time of like I I don't want to say consecration, but like maybe him not having a phone for a minute was him like removing those thoughts you know what i'm saying not not brought on by him but like i'm gonna shut out the noise that other people have are are, are putting out around it could be drake it could be what else would it be it because there were other artists at the time it could be just the because I, I can say, and I'm not saying that he experienced this specifically, but I do know that there is a certain level of anxiety that comes with releasing. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, especially as a performer, especially as a um, a writer or artist in that way. Like, when Scissor dropped Control... She went Fire. away. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fire project. To but, this day. But she's not being, but she's not in competition with somebody that they say is better than them. Yes, she is. Who? Doja Cat. Uh, Doja Cat. Um, when she Chloe dropped, who Bailey. was Doja Cat when, um, when, when Control came out? Well, nobody, nobody, nobody know who Doja Cat okay, was. Okay, you're right, you're right. When at Control the time, came at out? the time when Control came out, who was out? Doja Cat weird, but Janae, her project Janae dropped. Slapped. Janae dropped. But it wasn't touching that. Um, Nobody was touching control when control came but, out. But 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 here's the here's the point I'm trying to make. When you when you drop something and it automatically become comes to a level of success, mm-hmm. there's a there's a backside of anxiety that a lot of people don't necessarily understand. Mm-hmm. When you when you drop something um, that is received at that level. Your perspective or your perspective or people's perspective of you or people's perception of you, let me just say, mm-hmm. is immediately heightened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you now have pressure that you never would have had had you not released this. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And so there becomes there comes a level of anxiety that I feel like a lot of artists may deal with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I can't handle 
what this album has painted me to be to you. So to 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 maintain my mental health, mm-hmm. to maintain my sanity, I might need to disconnect from a while. So to y'all, it may look like I'm running because Drake is in this in this fight, but really I could be running because this anxiety from this pressure that I did not ask for, that has been placed on me by uh, an expectation that's been placed on me by culture, by society, by the rap culture, all this stuff is now being placed on me. And I don't know how to handle that. And I agree. So, I agree. I don't think it's because of Drake. Oh, for sure. I think for sure. I, I don't think Drake, like I said, I said that he was in the house because of Drake. But I, I didn't literally mean that. Okay. I mean the pressure of that Make caused him <laughs> to be put in that was because of that pressure that was stemmed from Drake. I think that Drake. I can see played your point. Part. When you when you when you put it like that, I can see like your point. I feel like that pressure of being something. Who? What? What other pressure? You were. They call you the King Kendrick. They say you are the goat. The only pressure that it's the same reason why we hear the album, and within the first five or six songs. We can tell, like, if this is oh, it or not, yeah. Drake and Kanye made up. That had me slightly confused. Guess I got more maturing to do. Mm. That nigga bothers you. And maybe it did. Maybe it, it still did. does. Maybe it did. Maybe like, it does. Like, why, why, like, you just came off of damn, you're getting your number ones, you, you're, bro, you're killing the radio, you just did, the first ever black superhero solo film you did the you curated a project for it bro you're riding high what other reason would you need to disappear for 4 years maybe to gain the material i don't know but that's what i'm saying like you disappeared for 4 years and you come back and you tell us you've been in the house collecting beach cruisers with your phone off Blocking out know. distractions. I can't, obviously, I don't know, Kendra. I'm speaking as a consumer. Yeah. I think that the only noise that you could be hearing involves that light-skinned nigga from Canada. And I and I would say as a live performer, artist, if you will, I really don't consider myself an artist. I don't. I don't want to be one. I don't. I plan on being one. That's, that's not my ministry. Um, but... I, as as a performer, as someone who has, like, had a certain level of success, if you will, I don't know. I feel like there are moments where, like I said, you really is just like all this rah rah mm-hmm. surrounding what it is that I've just done. It may build something up in me that's false. Like there, there are moments. There were moments on the boat where people would be like, "Oh, you're just so this, and you're so that," and they're calling me Whitney Houston, and they're calling me, you know, Aretha Franklin, and yeah. they're just giving me praise and showering me with just all yeah, that's this a good and point. all that. And it's like that's a good point. Very good point. You don't know me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not only do you not know me, but I'm not that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this tight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this guy. Yeah. And I yeah, it can I get agree. to a point where it's just like, you know what? Uh, yeah. I need, These people are saying I'm this person. I believe I'm this person. Is there disconnect? Yeah. 
if there is disconnect, what is what inside of me is not aligning with that? You know what I'm saying? Like people people gleam and they worship. <laughs> if you want to just keep it real, like they worship the the ideas or the the persona, if you will, of what a lot of these artists yeah. put out. True. And that's not their reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people will be surprised to hear about Chloe Bailey not giving herself sexually or physically. You know what I'm saying? But when you see her, you know what I'm saying? You're seeing her physically. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like to understand that that's not actually her reality, people will have an issue with that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But she's Chloe Bailey yep. in their eyes. So you are now fighting internally with who people think you are and who you actually are. True. And to a certain extent that can become very uncomfortable. True. I've literally been on stage, like done a whole set, like people coming in, giving flowers, mm -hmm. giving tips, like <laughs> here's a bot here. Let's get a drink. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like when we get to the dock and like I get to my room and I'm freaking bawling. Yeah. I'm crying my eyes out because who is this person that they're seeing? Mm -hmm. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't know this person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It becomes a conflict within yourself. I so agree. That's good. I get. I see your point. I to your point. I see exactly what you mean. Like yeah. as a consumer side, but I always. I mean, not always, but because I have an experience, I can all. I can identify if if there is that side. Because again, we don't know Kendrick. We don't know. Any, we don't know. Yeah, what we he don't got know what he on. really got going on. But I feel like if there is that other side present, then I can identify with that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Maybe that time away was four years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe he didn't feel adequate to write anything just to sit up in the house. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, that, I feel like that's a thing that unless you're in the world, um, in that specific world, that entertainment world, that live performance world, or just yeah. that world of like writing and creating and putting out music in that way. I feel like a lot of people don't, will never understand that backside. Like nah. even, even with Drake, I feel, mm -hmm. I feel like there's a version of Drake that if we were to really like get out the booth, you know what I'm saying? See him at his house this version of Drake who's flying everywhere and bitches everywhere and money everywhere. And I got my, my bros and them, my bro and them. Like that's probably not who he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think the best representation that I've seen of Drake outside of the guy that we listened to was his rap radar. Sit down. Mm -hmm. He was so calm and relaxed. And he, he talked about Kendrick. He talked about push. He talked about all that. And, I think, I th and this isn't a knock on Kendrick. Like I, I, I promise it's not. I just think Kendrick started a, started a war that he wasn't prepared to sustain. Mm. You know, like I think he really don't like Drake, and I think Drake really don't like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I yeah. remember going on the Club Paradise tour in twenty twelve and going to the leg in New Orleans and Kendrick's opening up with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And then I remember going 
because Cole couldn't sell out a, a tour, so they canceled his tour. Yeah. And J. Cole was opening for Drake in Houston. I remember going to yeah. these shows, right? Yeah. And I feel like... They really did for each other back then. Yeah, like they, they really, really rocked with each other. They did. And I feel like at some point, like, I th- it was a control verse that I feel like kind of sparked some stuff. Mm. And I feel like Drake was kind of like, after what I did for you, why are you even coming at me like that? Which I don't mm-hmm. think that Cole was... I don't think that like Kendrick was trying to come a specific way, but I think he was trying to make a statement on like, yeah, like I know what you did for me, but like that don't mean you safe. I feel you, you know? And I feel like Drake kind of felt like, bro, I done did too much for you. Why are you even looking at me as your competition? Yeah. I feel And it's, and then he responded and Kendrick responds and they've been subliminally dissing each other. Ain't really been going at each other. Like they should be the Kendrick does the cipher. And mm-hmm. those shaded, nothing been the same since I dropped mm-hmm. control, talked to sister the rapper back in his pajama clothes. Like okay. when all that <laughs> stuff go crazy, like I feel like it got really crazy at a point. You know what I yeah. mean? And but at the end of the day, I don't think anybody can touch Drake musically because he drops too much music. Yeah. His stamina is too high for a lot of these niggas. Agreed. Which is why he was able to do six or seven. In half the time that, that Cole and Kip, they, they, I don't think that they, their Cole's goal isn't to just drop a bunch of music. Cole has to feel yeah. and be in space to create the music. Drake can make music in his sleep. It doesn't always have to be introspective with him. So when you jump into something and you realize somebody's army's a little bit more prepared than you, yeah. The war can be over a little quick, right? Yeah. And I feel like Kendrick was ready to start a war that he really wasn't ready to sustain. Mm. Which is why it's like, why you need I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like if I'm in the middle of a beef with one of the greatest artists of all time, I'm not dipping for four years. You the pressure has to be so high to your point, the pressure that we were putting on Kendrick to respond. To drop when that nigga dropped? Yeah. It was a lot. Yo, Aubrey dropped, bro. So you like, dropping what next? What you want to do? And it's like. And it's like, I'm not. I don't even. I'm not even trying to drop right now. I don't know who I am right now. Like, you know, like. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I don't no, even know real. where I'm at. I don't even know what I want to rap about exactly. right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like. Drake's stamina crazy. Give, because you give so much of yourself. So much. And like the 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 mental power, the emotional turmoil that you probably went through to release damn, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like all of that. A lot of emotion went in that. Even Mr. Morale, like the the emotions you had to bring up. Yeah. The places you had to visit in your mind to, to literally to put make that a verse song down. about my auntie is a yeah, man now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. And and I think that the pressure of trying to be on the same level as his peer just rock it just rocked, it rocked him. him. And I feel like he 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 And that's all right. And it's cool. Like and people like, oh right. man, you soft. The people will listen to this and be like, oh nigga, you just hating. You hating on Kendrick. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm nah. just a realist. I used to make music. You know what I'm saying? I used to rap. Like, I understand what go into this, bro. And I understand that sometimes it's, man, 
if you, it's, if you, if, especially if you at odds with somebody and the pressure of always having to be on the defense or being on offense and responding or saying something before somebody can say something like the constant pressure of beating that person. Yeah. I feel like Kendrick had a constant pressure of beating Drake. And to be honest with you, like, if he, I feel like if Kendrick were to respond in that moment with like another album or anything like that, like, excuse me, I feel like it wouldn't have. We'd be having the same conversation about about mid, Kendrick Lamar, literally. Mid. He put out music. I don't, I don't connect with no more. Literally, I feel like it would have been the same thing because it's like. And and to the and to your point earlier when you're talking about you know advising Drake to just take the time off like yeah dip taking the time to especially as an artist especially as a creative in general to take the time to um reflect mm-hmm. to you know build your mind to build your spirit to live to gain experiences whether good or bad yep. um to you know what i'm saying to to gain content i feel like in perspective and perspective to take the time to do that mm-hmm. i feel like the quality and the labor of your work is is evident yep it's evident and for drake to put out these albums that he's done like literally year after year after year he took he took a small break after he Scorpion. A, he he took a brief break, but I, he took a year off after Scorpion. He dropped Scorpion in June of twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and then he did. A I inter- thought it was was it eighteen or nineteen? Eighteen. Mm. He dropped it in eighteen when the whole push stuff happened. Then you 20, right. And then twenty nineteen, right. he didn't drop music yeah. that year. He dropped and in twenty twenty. Yeah. And then at the end of twenty nineteen was when his rap radar interview came out. Yeah. And. In that break, he said that he realized that he gave context on Scorpion. He was like, man, I remember when Big dropped the double album, and I just wanted to do that. You know what I mean? And he was like. So he did it just to did it. He did it just to do it, not necessarily like. Well, he did. He was. He was. He was. He was. He was inspired by Biggie. Okay. And he was just like, I want to. I want to do a double album. And one side's gonna be more of the rap stuff, and the other side's gonna be more of the singing stuff. Okay. And so he decided to do it. This was actually, and it's crazy. Um, I got a homie that's in his camp. He was contemplating on doing that before he dropped views. Mm. He I'm was talking. Yeah, first. yeah. So he was contemplating on doing a double album back then. With one views. Side, and one side being like a white, and the other side being like a black. Like this, the black okay. being the rap. Okay. And then the white being more of the R and B stuff. Okay. And you know, that's here to say I could be wrong about that, but that's what a source told me. But um he said that he when he dropped it, he's like, Now now that I've taken time, he's like, I realize I, I see why that wasn't the smart thing to do. Mm. That that album was too long or XYZ and he acknowledged that. And I think that's because he took a break. Yeah. He was able to take a break and you know, 2020 happens, COVID hits. Right. And then he drops Dark Lane demo tapes. Got some songs on there. It wasn't really anything crazy. He was just, it was just a bunch of leaks. Yeah. And then from there, he see, then he started going again. Dark Lane demo tapes. Started to follow the boy 2021. Then he dropped 
Honestly, never mind 2022. Then he dropped Her Lost 2022. Then he drops For All the Dogs in 2023. Like, it's just like he, he's been in this constant state of just working, 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 working. And I think it came back and it, it bit him in the ass. You're, he's, he, I think he's realizing he's fatigued. And he said it. I'm taking a break to focus on my health. I've been having yeah, mad nigga, stomach. Yeah, because you almost 40, my nigga. Bro, like, he's like, I've been you having get mad. get it together. Get it together. For real. Like, he did his tour. He finished the tour. He drops the album. He said, I'm taking a break. Focus on my health. He said he's been having, like, mad stomach problems. And <sighs> and and just, like, haven't been able to eat right. And, mm. and like, he, he he's just, he's don't been moving let, too much. Don't let you have ulcers now. Probably do. Child, you better get that together. So I, I, for me, I'm just like I, I think you just as creators, man. Sometimes we get fatigued, and we don't want to admit that we're fatigued. And I think that we need to acknowledge and listen to our bodies, listen to our minds, our spirits, and we need to relax. And I, I think, I think even just pushing past fatigue as well. I feel like. Fatigue should not be the thing to push you to sit down. Yeah, you shouldn't you know keep going saying? until you can't go. No you, more. Yeah, you shouldn't be pushing yourself to the point where hustle culture. You're having ulcers and you can't eat, and you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I feel like if anything, taking the time away, if not for your health, just for your craft. Yep. I'm sorry. And for your fans. For your fans. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the better work is the work that you mull over, mm-hmm. that you rechew, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That you reprocess, that you, that you, you know, this didn't, I'm not feel. I was feeling this this way. I'm not really feeling it now. Like, let's pivot. Like, the, the work that you, that you curate, that you yeah. take care of, the work that you cultivate, the work that you grow, regardless if you're a rapper, photographer, podcaster, painter, whatever it is. Like, I feel like that is always the better work Thanks. because it's like you're not, there's no pressure to to beat anyone. There's no pressure to be at a certain level you are literally just doing what your creator created you to do, period. Yeah. And taking that time away, I feel like, for one, it's biblical because we talk about rest. Yeah. Seventh, the Sabbath day, like you rest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but just, oh, I can, I know things when I rush through it, like photo shoots that I know I've rushed through. You miss things. You miss things. Like I'm going, I'm going through Im, uh, raw images and I'm like, dang, these are really, like, these are really not good. And we wasted this entire, like, this portion of the session is wasted. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not giving her the images that, or I'm not giving this person the images that I actually want them to give because I'm rushing through, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas if I take the time to plan, if I take the time to sit down <laughs> with my client and be like, yeah. what are you looking for? Yep. What, like, what, what, <laughs> how do you want this to feel? Mm-hmm. Like, when I come in for edits, like, are you, are you okay with, is there a certain look? Do you have a filter or a preset that you already have? Like, give me your numbers. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, really taking the time to plan, to plan it um, and execute it. Yep. 
those, good. those sessions and things came out so much better. Yeah. The client's happy. I'm happy. I'm feeling confident. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I took the time. Yeah. And I think everything is just so fast and so... We, we need to learn. We got to. Yeah, we, we, you know? we're in a space where everybody wants things quickly. People want to binge stuff. And I, I I wouldn't be mad if Drake made us wait five years for another. Nothing was the same. Either. I told Sister too. I was like, Sis, go ahead and take another five years. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Go ahead and take that, another five years. That sis, grew on me. I was critical of it at first. It SOS. Me, Woo. It grew, it grew on me. Woo. It grew on me. I think I just wasn't in the space last winter. I was tired, had a new kid. Yeah. I just went, I don't think I was in the space to really like <laughs> comprehend that album. She but it grew, her, it grew on me. It thing. grew on me. And she her, her and what she did with her tour is amazing. Listen. Yeah. That tour was amazing. She is so slept on live. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. If y'all ain't never seen this alive, go see her for real. Yeah. But that's all I got for today. You got anything else? That's all we got. That's all I got. Man, look, bro, that was good. That was good. We, t- we I like this new flow. I like this new flow. We did good. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely, yeah, we rocked it for sure. I, I like this new flow. Same. Like we said, everybody, hey man, things we're switching things up, and I, I like I like where we're going. Because we took the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we took didn't, the time. We didn't. We didn't sit up here and. Deal with the pressure of dropping another project because y'all been asking. Y'all have been asking. Y'all, y'all been blowing my been, stuff up. Bro, y'all been um, texting. Hey, y'all, Kimmy. Um, so I have this business and I was just trying to. I was like, listen, my man B just had a baby. Okay, his wife is really going through some things right now physically, so we're gonna let. I will get back to you, sis. We'll like, get please, back. <laughs> but we to take the time to. Yeah, we had Let we had a lot going on. Take like, care of his family, man. And like I and there was a point where all of us were kind of like processing yeah. life. Yeah. Um the end of summer, half a, halfway through summer to the end, you know, bro, I'm I'm with my homie Caleb, you know, and we're building a podcast and a company over there. And then, you know, we're dealing with life. Man. You know, there was a point when me, you and Fiji were just kind of like Processing life. It was a lot and, going and on. And seeing, like, you know, bro, we were pitching a show to CBS, man. Like, pitching a show. Pitching a whole show Having to CBS. Having babies. That's crazy. New jobs. Yeah. Breakups. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, Turmoil. Yeah, def- <laughs> living life. We were definitely going through, we were going through, the, through we were the fire, going through man. And it didn't feel right. I was yeah. like, I just don't feel right putting content trying out. Trying right to push now. trying to push through all that. Yeah, man. and just yeah. and trying to put clips together and yeah. put stuff out and making sure people know about like it, uh, I don't know. It was a lot going on. Yeah. And honestly, look guys, we're in a space now. I I won't I won't speak on D, but for me, I'm in a space now to where I'm kind of understanding my value as a creative, my value as mm. an artist, and I'm just tired of putting stuff out that ain't that people don't really value. Yeah, that makes sense. Or not? I went bump the people. What you actually value? True. Like I, I think I, I think that 
people should earn the, I won't say earn the right, but people should make an investment into us okay. because we invest into them. Yeah. Like, I don't think our all of our content should be always free. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that hate on people who put stuff behind a paywall. I don't hate on it. I think, I think there's certain things that people should make an investment in. Know like, your worth. Bro, we all pay $140, $150 a, a year for Netflix. True. So. And your little, uh, uh, what is it? Boy, I, I realized people were signing up for, like, gym memberships for, like, $200, bro. Yes. Like, $200 plus. Because you realize that your health is an important investment. Bro, what? There's things that people would put the investment in. And That's true. at this point, we're not really worried. We're, I'm tired of worrying about numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think that we should be building the community that we've been wanting to build for from the jump. And I think in order to build a community, we need to make it something that people have to choose to be a part of. Yes. And yes. because of that, all of our content, our our episodes in its entirety will now be on Patreon. Hey, I love Patreon. I I love Patreon. I love Patreon. I consume a lot of content off Patreon. There are a few uh, people who I am a patron of. And to be honest with you, like, Patreon ain't but what, $5? $5? You make it whatever you want. Low key, you can make there's, it a dollar. there's a dollar. There's dollar tiers. There's yeah. some I am a dollar tier. Yeah. There's some I, I, I am like $10 tiers because yeah. I really I really want to get. I want the stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's a thing. Like I can easily watch Joe Bunn's podcast on YouTube. Yeah. But I don't get the full experience because of YouTube. Like Tim Ross is leaving YouTube because of all the stuff going on there. We don't want to be censored. We don't want to deal with none of that. We don't want a, another conglomerate in charge of what we can possibly make. Money wise, yeah. reach somebody taken away in 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 hiding our video because of we said X Y Z, demonetizing a video because of X Y Z. Yeah. Ain't trying to deal with nothing. It's that. a lot going on over in the YouTube yeah. space. So we'll we we'll, we'll keep putting that. our our clips out for sure. We'll put our clips out on YouTube so you'll be able to see that. But if you want to, if you really want to, in like indulge in our content in its entirety, like video wise, like. I'm still open to still doing Spotify. Um, but if you want to really invest into us and support us, like, bruh. Head over to Patreon. Head over to Patreon. Over to Patreon. Like, literally. Like, There's we're, dollar tiers. There's two dollar tiers. We, we can, $5 we can tiers. make it. Should, should we make it? Make it what? Let's make it, what, three, four dollars? Y'all are seeing it live right now. Starting uh, off, yeah, five. Five. We can, we can, five. we can go to the one. Look, nah, man, look. Nah, nah. If you, five, if you want to really invest and support us, we're asking you to just dedicate sixty dollars for a year. I think that's, I think that's cheap. That's doable. It's I think doable. that's cheap. Five dollars a month for a whole year, sixty bucks. You can set it up. It'll come out automatically. A little five dollars. Just one coffee. That's one drink. That's one X Y Z. That that's one. Don't hit your weed man up one time. No, that's hard for some of y'all, but it's all good. <laughs> like legit. Like we want y'all to be a part of a community. We really want to build that community. Facts. At this point, clips can get whatever views. We we want quality people here. Yeah. And we want to grow this thing to the point to where we're having 
segments of the show where we're answering questions, where we're doing live streams, where we're doing pop-ups in Dallas. Like, what, where, wherever we go, we want to be able to take this further. Man, Lord willing, this blows up. We able to get some bread up in here, man. Let's tour. Let's go yeah. do the podcast in different places. We got big visions. We got big dreams. And because of life and so many different things kind of circulating, this podcast has seen so many different looks. And yeah. I think we finally nailed the look and the the nailed the right host and the nailed the, the right co-hosts and people involved. And I think now we can really, like, start aiming for those goals that we once had. So please support us on Patreon, man. $5 a month, and you'll be able to watch all of these in its, ti- it's in, in, in its entirety. And we'll put out some extra stuff as well. You know, there'll be Period. stuff that won't be put anywhere else um, on there. And then you'll be able to have access to us, to talk to us. Man, I'm down to even do phone calls. Call people in. <laughs> I'm down for Cold all of calls. it. Boy, what? You want to get on the podcast? All right, bet. I'll call you in. Cold call. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you got a question you want to ask us? We're going to get into relationships. Call into the hotline. Yeah, call the hotline, <laughs> bro. Because, like, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I really want people to understand that whether it's relationships, whether it's the creative world, whether it's the spiritual, the spiritual side of life, just the everyday struggle, we're going to talk about all of it. We want to be, we want to be a space for y'all to come in and just hear fun conversation, real conversation, open and transparent conversation, and just have a good time, man. We talk about culture. Yeah. All the stuff that's going on. So we appreciate y'all for real. Yes, for real. thank y'all so much. Thank y'all for your patience. To the people who really just, like, are just down to support, we love y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, we appreciate y'all supporting the love, for real. Um, this is just a kickoff to season two, for real. So stay tuned. We are on Spotify still. Yep. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, so please check us out there. Um, but like Brandon said, please, 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 please go over to Patreon and just go and support. You'll get the full content full videos you'll even get some extra content um for those who are on the higher tiers and things like that and we could probably go into that like later on in the season um but yeah yeah, man we're here and we want to say thank you so much yes this wraps episode one of season two we want to thank y'all so much for tuning in we love y'all hit that like hit that subscribe until next time, B. Until next time. We rolling out on a high note. Jodeci Freestyle, The Boy, yeah. and J. Cole. Cole World. We love y'all. <laughs> Peace. Not too much. We'll get demonetized. No, no, no. We on Patreon. Patreon, Spotify, we rolling. Look, we love y'all, man. Peace, love, positivity, extra creativity. We'll see you on the next episode, man. It's it's getting it's getting crazy in here. It's late at night. My son sleep. My Chipotle waiting on me, dog. We about to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? We love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I gotta make a couple phone calls, but it's all good. Love y'all. Peace, love, positivity, extra creativity. You look good. You smell good. I love you. I love you so much. And we'll see y'all on Patreon. Peace. Peace.